Blessings, everybody. Blessings, everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Dr. Renelda Babb with Jumpstart Your Life. I am thankful to be here today, once again, Friday, 8 p.m., Life Resource Coaching. When you come and listen to Jumpstart Your Life, the prayer is that your eyes will be open to the hope and the calling that God has for your life. Not only what God has for your life, but that you know who you are and how you can impact the world. So I'm so thankful to be here today. Uh, This week has been very interesting for me uh, because, you know, even though we're thankful for, you know, to wake up in the morning, we just, we sometimes just have to be grateful and humble because sometimes your choices, Sometimes your past decisions, sometimes we miss the mark. Sometimes you may have done something, you had good intentions, and it just changes everything. But we thank God because those who believe in him, he always works out things for your good. What man may thought, what a man may think or a woman may think that would destroy your life or throw you off guard, there is always a way that you can get back and claim your victory. So today I wanted to briefly talk to you about life transitions, transitions, smooth transitions, just transitions. So how can you manage life transitions? So one thing that I always hold dear to my heart is not getting too comfortable. Meaning that, you know, you have a big house right now, do not really get too comfortable there. You have a, uh, you may have a lovely apartment or car. You might have a lovely husband. Whatever you have, it's important that you do not get too comfortable. What do I mean? What do I mean about not getting too comfortable? For example... And no one is perfect. This is just a life skill. It could just be in a twinkling second of an eye that you lose that. You lose that home. You lose the car. You lose that relationship. Or it's a health crisis. Or things come up and change the whole trajectory of that that you had that you were so comfortable within. So I just challenge you not to get comfortable, but always appreciate what you have. Take care of what you have. Be diligent to what you have. If you have that small car, please be sure to be thankful for that small car. Um, If you have that small house, be thankful for that small house because God will give you more. God will bless you with more. Um, You know, be thankful for your relationship that you're in. Nurture that relationship that you're in. Because at a twinkling of an eye, anything can change. Uh, You know, I remember when I was married, and I was married, wow, over, um, I want to say about over 15 years ago, I was married. I married very young. And I used to tell myself, What is the difference between me and another woman? Just because I have a ring, you know, a ring does not make a wedding. A ring does not make the marriage. 
You know, some people get so focused on in, in a marriage of their wedding and the wedding, everybody's dressed perfectly. Everybody smells good. You have your food, you have your witnesses, you have so many people, whether they're for you or not, for the wedding, but that is not the marriage because after the glitter and the fanciness, you have to live life with this person for better, for worse, not abusing each other, the relationships and getting to know that person and what makes you love them and what makes them tick and vice versa. So appreciate the person that you have. If you have someone who loves you and and is in your corner, bless God for them. Let them know what you're thankful for. Those of you that have, I don't have a lot of friends, but I have, uh, you know, just one palm full of friends that I'm so thankful for that are like family members that I love dearly. So life has its transitions, and it's not you fearing that, oh, my goodness, I'm going to lose my partner. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to um, lose my home is not out of fear. I don't want anybody to be fearful, but I just want you to be at a humble and an appreciative place that you can have greater. Okay. You can have greater. Um, God can give you more. All right. So I just wanted to share my heart with you all on transitions. Like it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But how do you handle it? How do you handle it? Life transition. So um, I was reading this article and I wanted to share with you what they talked about. Number one, start with your transition power. So really you are built for this. You have to know that you are built for change. Some people handle change better than others, but it starts with your super power. So sometimes you enter that transition and it's chaotic. It might be out of your control. It's always out of it. Or it could be sluggish and you're stuck in one place. But, you know, it could be you getting rid of that old person and now it's putting you and embracing you. It's like that caterpillar and it's going through the whole conversion and now you're a butterfly. So transition could be pushing you into another level Um, and and it's telling you to say goodbye to the old person. Sometimes you want to hold on to the old and you don't want to embrace the new. So I am challenging each and every one of you to embrace the new. Embrace the new. All right? The second way of handling transition is identifying your emotions and adults handle things differently. So think about children. Think about children. So I have three daughters and out of those three, my middle child handled transition the worst. She, you have to know your children. So if you are a parent and you're going through a divorce or you had a move or, you know, some type of transition, you have to know your kids because my first and the third daughter, 
they handle transitions very well. And it could be their temperament. They, it could be because they are the same sign. You know, um, one is an August Virgo and one is a September Virgo. So you think of their placement. But then I have an October Libra. She does not handle transition well. She needs to be secure. She needs to know that, okay, this is how it's going to be, and you're going to be okay, right? So it's the difference in children, but us as adults, and even, even with children, you have to identify the emotions. So you have to identify how you're feeling, because sometimes transitions are scary. If you're going through a health scare and you're going through a body change, you're going through a whole move or you're going from single to married or you're going from married to single, you have to write down your feelings or speak out your feelings. Some people sing, dance, hug, they purge, they tattoo, they skydive, they, you know, change their names, different things because that's how they handled it. I was just watching a uh, Amy Winehouse uh, documentary because she has some songs that I truly love, but it talked about just a young girl, but just struggling with bulimia, uh, going through, you know, a toxic relationship where it was so in love and your partner is um, using drugs and your father is focused on your success. And you just screaming you want your dad, you're screaming you want your husband to be a leader to say, hey, we're going to get clean together. And it just, she wanted to be a regular person, but really got sucked in and overwhelmed with all of the, the music and the stardom that she just started giving up. She no longer cared about how much money she was getting for the shows. That was not interesting to her. She just wanted to live her life, you know, and live it to the fullest and not and just be a regular person. But, of course, she couldn't be regular, so she handled it another way. So a safe way, safe way to get out those emotions writing it down. Maybe you may feel like you want to drink. Maybe you might feel like, you know, and then you seek help if you feel that you need to use drugs because obviously those things have negative outcomes on your body. Another way to handle transition or managing life transition transitions is shed something. So you might shed some things, mindsets, your routines, delusions, your dreams, you know, it might be your new phase where you cast parts of, you know, your personality and bad habits. You kind of get rid of that. So those times we are, you know, maybe looking for guidance. You're researching. You're reading about different ways on how to handle what you're going through. Number four, trying something creative. Trying something creative, you know, you might start to dance, cook, paint, write poems, thank you notes, diary entries, and think about now. Uh, This is so inspiring right now of trying something creative because being creative, I really believe during the pandemic that this is a time for us to be creative. And I have to say, please forgive me because I am one of them. I just supported uh, one of my internet friends, because I have um, friends 
on social media that I never met before, but his daughter wrote a book and I, um, and read the book. No, I ordered the book. I didn't get to read it yet. And that is so nice because this girl is about nine years old and she wrote her own book. So try something creative. Some of you have books in you, songs in you, poems in you, me included, to write a book and to get it out there. And there's so many, YouTube is full of it, platforms on where you can learn how to write a book and, and publish it, an ebook. So it's right on the online because some people are reading phone um, books from their phones. Some people are just playing it in an audible in their cars and playing the book. So that is another way. And that is pushing me because reality is we're in September. So we have about three months and some change left to 2021. So even though this is a pandemic and it's working from home and it's parents being hands-on with their children and it's more families together by force, uh, use this time to try something creative. Another way of managing life's transition is rewriting your life history. You know, no, not rewriting the history because your history is written, but rewrite your life life story. You can change your life. Don't ever feel that you are stuck. Uh, And that's two um, Fridays ago I talked about when to let go of toxic relationships and toxic workplaces and starting over. You can write, rewrite your life story. You can add the new chap in your life quake. They call it the life quake may have a positive or negative. Um, and, you know, it may have been positive or negative, but you could tell a story and the ending that is upbeat and it's forward looking because life transitions hit you that way. And I could speak for myself. I went through a major, I think life transitions written through my, on my forehead, but you know, just a, two months ago, I went through a whole life transition experience where I thought I was trapped in one situation and trying to keep myself there, which was, would, would, would have been, it would have contributed to my unhappiness making that decision. But I wanted to stay there because of the situation. And I, and I thank God and I, for my just waking up to see this person doesn't want the same. They don't want to have that same goal as you. And it's like beating a dead horse that I made a decision to let go. And once I knew in my heart, my mind, my body, my soul, my spirit, that I was let go of that situation, I didn't know that God would open doors and put me in a total new situation now. So you can rewrite your whole story to have a positive outcome. And I'm going to open the line. If anybody would like to speak on that, speak on how do you handle life transitions or explaining how you maintain a life transition. And if anyone would like to call in 646-668-8217, but how do you handle and how do you manage life transition? Welcome. Your line is unmuted. Good evening. Good evening, Bishop. 
How are you? All right. That is a great question. I was sitting here thinking about it in terms of a work situation I was in. Uh, I enjoyed my job, but I had an offer to move to another job out of my area, move from evaluation, program evaluation, to administrator. Uh, so so I went to the division chief of uh-huh. the unit I was in, and I sat down and had a conversation with him. You know what he told me? Don't look say? back. Don't look back. Hmm. And that's equated to Isaiah 43:18:19. God said, I'm doing an old thing a new way. Amen. Do you not perceive it? Don't remember the past. Right. And uh, once we can turn that past loose, then we can go forward. But as long as we're holding on to that past, oh, it was better when I was back there. It's just like (laughs) whenever they decided God freed them. And they got out there in the wilderness. No, uh-uh, we had spices. Well, it was better when we were back in Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to go back, you know, and help us. Some of wanted us, some, to go back. Some of us want to go back, right? Just like um in the story, That's the right. wife looked back. The wife looked back and turned into salt. So, Matt, sometimes salt. you have to be forced, forced to face front. That's right. That's true. Thank you for sharing, Bishop. That is so true. That is so true. And I think of myself um, as far as dealing with an unreasonable school leader. And I, and I, and I, I was able to advocate for myself and, and tell them what was wrong and, and make it plain that I, I called them on the crap that they were doing very professionally. But also... Mm-hmm. It was a quick transition that I didn't even plan uh, because I went rerouted. I went to a whole other state, and I'm thankful <laughs> that I'm in a place where I have a school leader who respects me, who um, values me, um, who's transparent, and I never mm-hmm. had that experience. So some things you have to just pick up your garments, pick up, and keep it going. Yeah, and we should not let our present situation define our future. Yeah. Because if we do, we're never going to move from it. That's true. That's true. And, um, and my sociological training is people are always trying to go back home, but you can never go back home. <laughs> called it sociology of the place. A lot of people, whenever they get a certain age, then they want to go back. But mm. They get back there and it's not the same. <laughs> mm, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Transition. Transition. Or you take that same, you know, that's one thing. But how about those who take that same thinking type of attitude with them to the new place? And, and try then to you're that, trying that to 
Mm-hmm. You're trying to build the same thing that you had, and that gets you to that scripture. You can't put new wine in old wine skin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, we just definitely have to be mindful. Um, your transitions is part of life, you know, so anybody that on the replay, they have to know that transition, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, a mem- it's a memory. You can't blot it out, but it's a part of life. That's right. Um, yep. And it all, it all boils down to how we handle the transition, right? Because how, how long you been mm-hmm. married, uh, Bishop? How long have you been married? I think it was 53 years last Thursday. Last Thursday, last Thursday. Friday. So how, as a husband, Bishop, now I'm putting you on blast, how do you how did you handle transition with it in your marriage? You said fifty six years, you know. Fifty three. Fifty three, blessing, blessing. I just I added three more years in Jesus' name. But fifty three <laughs> years. Fifty three years. How have you handled as a husband, as a man, as a leader, the priest of your home, how have you handled transitions in your household? Because you all have children, um, you know, marriage, through all of that. How did you handle transitions? Well, most of the time it was around communication. It was a plan. Most of the time when there was something major, a major move. Whenever I left uh, North Carolina and went to D.C., I was going to go to Howard University, uh, work on the masters. And uh, we had a plan. I was going to do that, and then I was going to come back to North Carolina and become a politician. Okay. But I got to Washington, and I never went back. So you have to be flexible. You have to, you have to be able to change, to absorb new things. And sometimes uh, you in situation when you think that's what you want, and you get there, that's not it. And if you flexible mm-hmm. enough, you can you can change. But if you're rigid, that's when the problems come in. And if there's no communication, that's even worse. Because then you get into, I told you so. Uh, You get into, uh, I don't know why you got us out here and all of that. But whenever, whenever you work it out and you come up with a plan, this is how we're going to handle this if this happened or if that happened. And things work. I ain't saying now that this hasn't been a bumpy road at times. Right, 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 right. But, and sometimes, sometimes you just, as a man, you just get up and you go for a walk or you go okay. for a drive and you come back. And by the time you get back, you cooled off and they cooled off and y'all can sit down and have a conversation. But mm. a lot of times when people make a mistake, uh, a, they want to stay there and they want to go blow, blow, blow. And <clears throat> all you're doing then is creating, creating tension. Okay. Creating and then tension. whenever I, I went to the seminary, we had a conversation about that. So that was one. I'll bring this one up. Uh, we mm-hmm. moved from Maryland to Atlanta. 
And mm-hmm. originally, I was going to go. And then my wife decided at the last minute that we all going. Okay. And then we hadn't figured out how we were going our finance if both of us were going and both of us were not working. So that was all bumpy for a little while, but that worked itself out too because we both agreed that this was what we should do. Okay. And we dealt, we, it would have been different if it would have been something I wanted to do and they didn't want to do. Right. But, and that's, that smoothed out some of the, some of the tension and potential tension. That's a blessing. So, you know, what I'm hearing is making sure that you have communication, making sure you know that you want to cool off so you have a safe environment. Yes. Yes. Which is a, a really, you know, that's a big one. But, you know, I'm just yep. thankful, you know, as a, as a husband, you're explaining that because some people don't know. And, of course, nobody knows everything, but you've been through some things 53 years. You've been through some things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, and I forgot. My, the kids were, I think, teenagers. And we mm-hmm. set them down. And we explained to them, look, nobody gave us a book. We didn't have no class on how and we made mistakes. And we asked you to forgive us for our mistakes. And we moved on. Mm. And y'all put the kids together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to, we set them down and let them understand that ain't nobody perfect. That you can make mistakes, and they, they are now parents themselves, and they understand. Right. That's a, that's a, um, you know, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, so, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, thank you. So we'll, uh, thank you, Bishop. So, when we talk about just those bumps in the road of life transition, remember it might be stressful, but don't view it as a threat. It could be a challenge. You know, life is full of challenges, mm-hmm. and how we handle it, and one, I always say, you know, God gives you things that you can handle. So everything that's thrown you away is not by accident, but that is something that you can handle, that you can be victorious out the situation. And we got to say appreciate the change, you know, when we appreciate the benefits of change, too. Appreciate the journey because you just went through it. You know, you could think of the times where you thought that, Oh, the world is going to end. And then you made it on the other <laughs> side. You got out the situation. You were you are victorious. You made it through. Mm-hmm. So that is also a blessing in itself. Um, you made it through. Um, and then, you know, remember the times you successfully navigated a previous transition. So sometimes, you know, you get so caught up on this time. Um, but you did good the last time, and God helped. Mm-hmm. He saw you through 
the other time. So sometimes we get so caught up in this one thing, we blow it up. But if we sit down and, and think back, you went through several challenges and you came out golden on the other side. So, uh, and then, that, that is mm-hmm. true. <laughs> and then, you know, you have to thank, be thankful for the support you have along the way. Now, I know, Bishop, I know you mentioned, you know, having a conversation with your wife, having a conversation with the children, but I'm sure you had not, maybe not a lot, but you had some people, a great, like a support system that you could have talked to along the way. Along the way, people that you can get some advice, some type of, you might not have did exactly what they said, but you took some, you ate the meat and you spit it out. You spit out the bone. Now that's true. And one of the things that we did, we always replicate an extended family. Okay. And that's something what does we that mean? always have done. That means we had a grandparents for the kids whenever we got there uh, to DC. Uh, we didn't know the people. We we got to know them, and they we were part of their family. And that's the, that's part of the key. And the other thing, uh, you have aunts and and uncles and and all of that people you don't even know, but you're a friend with. So they call the your kids their nephew and nieces. Okay. And that helps a whole lot. We have some now. One of them is in uh, uh, in El Paso. He's in military. He's out there mm-hmm. in the National Guard, and he's he's my nephew, and he is fifty years old, wow. and we are not blood related. But we met his parents in 1967, 68. Hmm. And that was where he was born. So we were now in their His parents are divorced. The wife okay. is still uh, acquainted with her and, uh, and the sons. Wow. So you had a support network. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's that's the key. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and then uh, and the mm-hmm. work. We tried to be work at work. And um, <laughs> that was one other thing. Other thing that we made a covenant that when one is up and the other one is down, uh, we make sure that we can balance each other out. So when you say work is work, what? Go ahead. We try to leave, we try to leave the cares and problems of the job at the door when we left out. So uh, let me ask you, Bishop. Some... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. So does I'm that not mean? Sometimes we did. <laughs> Does that mean if I was having, you know, that means if I was having issues on the job, like I'm I'm in good spirits, that means I can't tell you, I'm not able to share with you what's going on in my job or 
No, that's not what I mean. Okay. If Thank something you. is going on, you sit down together and work that through. That's the way we've done it. And, gotcha. But if there's something minor, uh, some gossip, or who struck John, you leave that at work. Gotcha. You don't bring that mess to the house. Gotcha, gotcha, and, and, gotcha, gotcha. And we, we found that that, that worked. Because when that way it came, we knew that was a problem. So we knew that we must deal with it. Gotcha, gotcha. So that, no gossiping, but you can, it was a safe space to share what happened at the workplace. That was a safe space. Correct. Okay, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. So communication, you know, transitions. For those of you, you know, when you listen to the replay, you'll get um, this life transition as a single and also life transition married and how to handle that because this is experience and wisdom from a, a male, a leader, a father, husband, who has 53 years, thank God, in the game. Uh, and and we all know life transitions, you know, it's inherent to our lives. So, uh, and without, think about without change, if we all been the same person forever, then that will be so dull. Uh, it mm-hmm. might be toxic if we never changed. So it is exciting. Um, and you might not even be seeking change, you know, it, it will come to you. And... You just have to go with the punches, huh? Yes. Um, I think one thing that we do in church, mm-hmm. we we cre- we have created a, a narrative that change is not good mm-hmm. uh, because we always talk about how God is a never changing God. But we never sit down with the people and explain what we mean that he's a never changing God. But change is all in him because what did he do? You got light, you got darkness. We call day and night. You got the season. Everything that he created changes. We change. We start out. As an embryo, and we wind up a a shell with with his spirit in. Yeah. So life changes. Yeah. It's how a baby Mm -hmm. is produced. It's full of change. (laughs) In the mother's womb, Mm -hmm. how we we all came Mm -hmm. here, it deals with a cycle Mm -hmm. of changes. I explained earlier of a caterpillar, the cocoon, and the changing. So Life yep. changes, so I, I, you know, I'm thankful. My spiritual sister, uh, normally on Wednesdays, God will let me know what he, you know, he might put something in my spirit or just heavily on my mind to talk about. But today, I wasn't sure, and she mentioned, why don't you talk about life transitions? And I'm so thankful to cover on that. Well, also. Whether you know it or not, the program before you talked about forgiveness. Mm. And change, 
peaceful change doesn't take place until you forgive. Wow. Otherwise, otherwise that situation is basically the same thing what we're saying now. That situation will control us, will control you. And the transition, the change, the transition come about when you can release that personal situation that's causing you, that's controlling you. Yes. And we we said that one of the ways that that's done is through forgiveness. And sometimes you have to look at self and forgive self. And when you forgive others, you are giving them a part of your grace. Yes. And that neutralizes that neutralizes the situation. And that so forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I hear you correctly. When you forgive, that smoothens your transition as well. That's right. That's absolutely right. And you then are free to move on. Because if you don't forgive, and I'm not saying now you're going to forget. What you're going to forget is the pain that the associate forgiveness removes the pain or whatever it is that's holding you back. Mm. And whenever good. you release that, you move. For example, your situation that you mentioned earlier, uh, whenever I called in, was called. Whenever I called in, you were talking about your transition and how the mm-hmm. person where you were. Mm-hmm. If you would have stayed there fighting with that person, and mm-hmm. you stayed there all choked up inside and and and, mm-hmm. and all stressful, mm-hmm. they would have controlled mm-hmm. you. Yes. But you forgave them, which means you control the situation. Thank you, God. And that's so important because that's the truth. People, you know, they think that they have uh, something over your head, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I can say in both places for me, I experienced that. In both things, I experienced that. I experienced the transition, and it is more. In the workplace, I experienced it mm-hmm. in relationships, and um, mm-hmm. I definitely can say, you know, not being bitter has helped me because, you know, as I spoke about it last week before, when you hold on to toxic and you are toxic, or if you have unforgiveness on your heart, it's not bothering the other person. They could care less. They're moving on with their lives. It's you. That, you have to release them. Right. That's right. And that was one of the points that we made earlier tonight. Um, because, so, you know, they, everybody can move on with their life. They're not even worried about you. And you like, oh, every time you think about it, every time you see them, you more, oh, you upset. You upset. And yeah. yep. it's like, really? So, you know, anybody who's going through a transition, you know, you want to make sure that. And, of course, we, you know, you, we're always thinking, wrong thing. Sometimes you don't even know. You you know, we're constantly sinning, so you have mm-hmm. to always be, you know, asking God to forgive you. 
but also not hold offenses in your heart. So that when he is blessing mm-hmm. you, when you are going through the transition, because a lot of us want to go through transitions and we want it so fast, but really what, you know, God has his own speed and God knows when and mm-hmm. he knows the right time on when you can have whatever it is, you know, your desires or your heart. It might not be right now that you can handle that right now, but just be prepared. Not hold it in your heart. Be prepared yeah. for the transition because it's coming. Smooth transition. Yep. So, Bishop, if you don't have anything further, could you close us out in prayer? Just a prayer for anybody that's going through transitions right now to let, the, you know, pray that it's rapid, that it's smooth, um, and happens uh, peacefully. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Almighty everlasting God, we give you thanks and praise yes, God. for how you're using people who are hundreds yes. of miles apart to bring you. your word of comfort to your people. We lift those up now who are going through trials and tribulations. Thank we you, lift Jesus. them up and we ask that you send someone to them that they may be able to see that forgiveness is the key. That Amen. they rather forgive the person so that they won't have to be going through all of these unnecessary changes, whether they're becoming ill because they hate, they're stressed, they lose their job. They even could lose their lives. We know that according to your beloved son, his word, that we all are healed. And we just believe it. And we also know that we stand in the gap for each other. And that we are in the gap this night. Because there's many people that's hurting. There's many people that are transitioning. Whether it is the virus whether it is jobs, lack of jobs, whether it is school, whether or not your children should go back to school. And, oh, God, we ask that you place people in the earth that will do things according to your will, because in so doing, some of the, temp- some of the stress will be reduced because you're not a God of stress. You're yeah. God of order and not chaos and not confusion. Thank you, God. Thank we, just you. Look, we, we look to your son for the solution. Yes, God. We look to the Holy Spirit to comfort us. And we ask him to go ahead of us Thank so you, that God. we too, we too may walk in Peace that passes all understanding that mm-hmm. only comes from you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' amen. name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Bishop. And you have a blessed weekend. Um, and, you know, yeah, blessed and safe weekend, okay? Alrighty. Same to you. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
So once again, this is Dr. Ronelda Babb with Jumpstart Your Life. Meet me here on Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can call in at 646-668-8217, and I would love to hear from you. So if you have a topic or if there's a situation you want to discuss, you can always text me at 704-231-0852, or you can email me, ronaldababb at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, Babb Ronelda, LinkedIn, Ronelda Babb. And on Instagram, Dr. B. You all be blessed until we meet again. Peace.